0: over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're gonna talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, you're ready to scale your business but you're not sure where to start, you can take my free two-minute quiz to uncover the secret strengths of your agency owner personality type. You'll discover how you can use your strengths to scale and streamline your business without compromising you. Head to the show notes for the link sundrajulian.co forward slash quiz. Hey friends, Welcome, this is episode 82 of Business Your Way. Today I'm diving into proposal writing and specifically I'll be examining three common myths that many small business service providers believe when it comes to crafting proposals that will win them clients. Because proposal writing can be a daunting task for many service providers Doesn't matter whether you are new in business or maybe you have been around the block a few times. And it's easy to fall into the trap of believing that there is only one right way to write a proposal when the truth is that there are many different approaches and strategies that can be successful in winning clients and growing your business. But today I'm going to focus on the proposal for the small business service provider. Because there's a different kind of proposal if we were writing the technical proposal required to build a bridge in the middle of the city. And you know, that's not us. We are the small service provider providing one-on-one services to our clients, to work with them in a rather intimate way. So in this episode I'll be taking a closer look at the three myths that can hold you back if you're a service provider when it comes to writing winning proposals. I'm going to explore some of these strategies and tactics that can help you overcome these misconceptions so that you can craft more effective proposals and win more business. So whether you are just starting out in business or you're a seasoned service provider looking to up your proposal game, this episode is for you. So grab a cup of coffee, pop in those earbuds sit back and join me as I explore the truth behind these common proposal writing myths. Myth number one. This is the myth where you believe that proposals need to be long and detailed to be effective. And this, this couldn't be further from the truth because the longer the proposal the more likely you are to cause overwhelm for the person that's reading your proposal. And when they get to that point of overwhelm, then they're going to lose interest and they're going to stop reading and they're going to put you at the bottom of the pile. Maybe they don't have a pile of proposals, but you know they're, they're just going to lose interest and they're just going to close it and they're just not going to come back to you. Because effective proposals should be concise and, focused and that they they should actually communicate the key value proposition that you have for them really clearly and succinctly. You don't want to include your whole life story and the kitchen sink in your proposal. So if you have this belief that longer proposals are better, this may actually stem from a A desire that you might not even realize that you have, but this desire to showcase everything about your business. You're trying to put your whole life story and your business journey into your proposal in order to demonstrate that you know what you're doing and that you can actually do the work that they are asking you to help them with. So examine your own belief. You may be trying to justify or validate yourself. And this is where you try and put everything into your proposal. And this approach actually works against you because you end up by overwhelming and confusing the person that is reading your proposal. So in your proposal, you want to focus on the key benefits and outcomes that your service and your business can provide to that prospective client. So rather than getting all bogged down in the unnecessary details and the jargon, A more concise and focused proposal that communicates your key points and demonstrates the overall impact that your service will provide is going to be a way more engaging read for that prospective client that you are trying to win over. So your proposal should focus on their specific needs and pain points and then highlight your key value proposition in a way that resonates with them. So I encourage you to experiment with different proposal links and formats And the only way that you're going to know what works and what doesn't is to track and analyse the results over time to determine the approach that is most effective in winning new clients for your business. Myth number two, proposals are all about showcasing my expertise and qualifications. And while it's important to demonstrate your expertise and qualifications in your proposal, that's not the only thing that your prospective client is looking for, if they are looking for it at all. Prospects are interested in how your service will address their specific needs and solve their problems. Therefore, a proposal should be tailored to that prospective clients needs and include a clear specific solution that addresses their pain points. So contrary to popular belief, a proposal isn't about you. There seems to be this belief that proposals are primarily a vehicle for showcasing expertise and qualifications. And I can see where This belief has been formed because if you've ever downloaded a proposal template from the internet or maybe you have used one of the Canva templates, the first thing those templates seem to do is talk about you as the service provider. The templates provide placeholders for you to showcase you, your expertise, your qualifications, your team. It talks about you. And this is one of the biggest mistakes. So, And it's a mistake that is easily made because of these templates. And where I think this might come from is that We think the proposal is about impressing this particular prospect and winning them over to come work with you. And when you're trying to showcase that you are the best person for the job and this is where profiling your business and what you do first up in a proposal, this is where it can actually work against you it can come across as being self-centered and tone deaf to your prospective client's needs. And you don't want to make this mistake. So if this is what you are doing in your proposals at the moment, then you might need to lean in a little bit more. Because instead, you want to focus on That prospects specific needs and pain points and tailor your proposal accordingly so that you can demonstrate that you can address the issues that they are facing or the challenge that they are facing and you can provide value. When you present a more client-focused proposal, you'll increase your engagement you'll be able to better communicate the key points and have a overall stronger impact on that prospective client. And when I say increase engagement, which might be a weird thing to say about a proposal, but when I say increase engagement, I mean that when you're proposal is focused on the client's needs and goals, it's more likely that you're going to capture their attention and keep them engaged throughout your proposal. They're going to read your proposal from start to finish. So that's what I mean by they're engaged in your proposal. By showcasing how you can help that potential client achieve their objectives your proposal becomes more relevant and compelling to that prospect. And then it increases the likelihood that they will want to move forward with you and work with you. So remember, your proposal is not about you. It's about how you can help that potential client solve their problem or overcome the challenge that they're currently facing. Your proposal is another tool for you to use in building that client relationship. So if you think about your proposal as being another tool that you are using to build a relationship of trust with your potential clients, rather than simply trying to impress them with your expertise and qualifications, you are far likely to be successful with your proposals. Myth number three, proposals should be written in formal language and use industry jargon. Oh my gosh, if you overly use formal language or even industry jargon in your proposals, your proposal is going to come across really cold and impersonal. And it won't be effective at all in communicating who you are and what you do and how you can help that prospective client. So you want to use language that is, well, that your prospective client is going to understand and writing in more conversational English is going to increase the readability of your proposal. So use clear and simple language that is easy to understand and focus on communicating the key benefits and outcomes in a way that resonates with that prospective client. This belief or this myth that proposals should use formal language and industry jargon probably comes from a corporate environment. Well, not probably. It does come from a corporate environment because when we work in corporate, we are taught to be professional and to come across as being really knowledgeable. So it's probably your default go-to way of writing because of your previous experience working for a corporate organisation, if that's where you've come from. Or it's easy to believe that you need to be you know, use this formal type of language in order to appear professional and knowledgeable to that prospect. But this kind of language is going to work against you as a small business service provider. It will really alienate and be confusing for that prospective client because they have chosen to come out to a small business owner and ask to work with you. They haven't gone to that big corporate organization and asked them for help. So your written proposal should be congruent with who you are and your brand. As a small business, we don't have to use the big corporation language. You want to use language that is congruent to the way that you talk and the way that you act. You want to make sure that If you've had the opportunity to meet with this potential client before submitting your proposal and it's highly likely that you have, then you want to make sure that when they read your proposal, it's just an extension of that verbal communication. So that meeting or that phone call that you've had with them. The language that you use in your proposal should be a reflection of you and the way that you communicate And it's okay to use, you know, a little bit of slang language or informal language in your proposal writing. So, for instance, rather than saying, one, I will prepare a timeline for your event. You might want to rephrase that and say, one of the first things we'll do is prepare a timeline for the event. That's something that I would put into my proposals. So depending on the way that you talk and the way that you present your services, make your proposal conversational. This will make it way more engaging and your prospective client is going to want to read it and they will stay engaged in it. It makes you more approachable, which if people want to work with small business service providers, they want to work with that person who is way more approachable. They don't want to work with that formal, cold, arm's length kind of relationship. So don't pretend to be someone you're not. Be yourself because this is your secret source to landing more clients. So that covers The top three myths about proposal writing that can hinder your ability to win more clients and grow your business. By dispelling these myths, I hope that you can see that by adopting a more client-focused approach to your proposal writing, you can improve your chances of success and build stronger relationships with those potential clients. Building a relationship should start well before they become your client. So remember, proposals don't need to be long and detailed, and they don't need to showcase every last detail of your expertise and qualifications. Instead, they should be concise, personalized, and focused on the client's needs, wants, and goals. And while formal language and industry jargon may have their place in certain contexts, They should never come at the expense of clear, effective communication that reflects you and your business. Remain congruent. And by putting your client's needs first, you can create proposals that are more engaging, that better communicate your key points and have a stronger overall impact on that potential client. So if you're struggling with your proposal writing, and we all do at some stage in our business journey, take heart that with a few simple adjustments to your approach, you can turn your proposals into powerful tools for winning new clients and achieving growth in your business. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.